get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Have you ever found your thoughts going down a rabbit hole and you've gone so deep you struggled to dig yourself out? Do you know your circumstances could be better? If only so-and-so would change. Have you ever felt trapped in a life that you didn't sign up for? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that's fearlessly free. So you could stop hiding. You could show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now, we're going to be getting a new series about five mindsets that you need to implement so you can live your life to the fullest, so that you can fulfill your God-given purpose, so you can enjoy life. Today is going to be for you if you desire more joy in your life, more more of like, I love my life. Today's also going to be for you if you're tired of feeling like the backseat driver of your own life. And today is especially going to be for you if you are ready to jump in to the driver's seat of your life. And we're going to be starting this series with our first mindset that is the foundational mindset that everything else is built from. Now, I'm going to tell you, the mindset that is actually the opposite of what we're going to be talking about today is the victim mindset. And that's the mindset I grew up with pretty much my entire life um, up until somewhere in my 40s. I, I thought my life was never what it could be because of outside circumstances, because of other people. Um, I had this thing, like I was just sitting there waiting to be found. Like people would somehow, I would daydream that somebody would find me and you know, oh, there's Heather's amazing. And, and they, they push me into the limelight and, and now I can fulfill my dreams. And it never worked out that way. And I can remember everything I always did was pretty much just what everybody else wanted. So all of my jobs, all my career stuff was just like, if a door opened, I'm like, well, that's probably what, I, that must be what I'm supposed to do. It wasn't necessarily that I even liked it, but I would just, I would learn how to do it and I would do it. And I ended up in a lot of admin positions and it all kind of started with um in my first marriage I got a job at a bank and I got a job as a bank teller which that was that was a terrible hilarious story I actually cried after my interview so um but we won't stay there on that rabbit trail that'll be a story for another day but when I lived in Kansas City, that's when um, my former husband wanted to separate. And so I moved back home with my parents. They're, they're in St. Louis at the time, working at a church. And 
I was actually able to transfer. I was able to interview at a same bank in the St. Louis area. And so I got a job there working at the bank. And then I got a call one day from the church and they needed somebody. Um, their person that was over the accounting department, or she was like managing the accounting department. She wasn't over the whole thing. She was like the middle manager. She was having a baby. And so they needed a replacer. And I came to their mind. And so I got a position there. And that was a growth experience too, because I was like 26 and almost everybody else that worked for me was way older than me. They were in like fifties and sixties. And so here I am, this young whippersnapper leading these people at that, that was some communication stuff and that'll, that'll come up later too. So we'll stop that rabbit trail and we'll keep going. So from there, everything all became wrapped around databases, um, being an admin, you know, when I worked at um, Church on the Move down in Tulsa, we from St. Louis, we moved to Tulsa. I am an assistant there in the youth department, and then we moved back, and I become the first employee from um, my older brother starting a church. So I'm helping and I'm doing all admin stuff. So I'm his assistant, I'm his secretary. I'm doing the accounting stuff. And from there, it I just stayed. And I ended up staying in the business department. And even when I got to work in women's ministry uh, later down the road, it was all admin. And as my heart started to dream of something bigger, something I started thinking about speaking. And I started thinking about um, being more in ministry-oriented things, working with people, helping people grow. None of that was happening. I'm just doing the database. I'm just doing admin stuff. I'm, you know, reconciling things and making copies and and I would, any time something would happen, like uh, a job opportunity to open up and I got passed over, I took it personally. I felt invisible. I got looked over and left out. I had a victim mindset. There it is again. See, Heather, you can't do it. You get looked over, you always get left out. You are invisible. That was my mindset. It was, I was a victim of my circumstances. I was a victim of the people that couldn't see me and couldn't see the gifts in me. And they wouldn't give me a chance. I was a victim of my thoughts. So I was a victim of a life I didn't love. That is not the life that God is calling us to. And so God began to work on me and open my eyes that, Heather, they don't see you. They aren't looking you over. You're looking yourself over. You are making yourself invisible. 
and and my eyes were open to I was a victim. And so I had to learn to step into my power with the victor mindset. And that's what you need to do to live the life that God has called you to. You have to step into your power with the victor mindset. See, a victor mindset is driven by the belief that that you have personal agency. That means you have power over your own life to shape it into what you want it to be. A victor mindset is a mindset that takes full responsibility, uh, full responsibility of our thoughts, our feelings, our choices. The victor mindset realizes that our thoughts are powerful. Now, on the other spectrum, is the victim mindset. That's what I had, the victim mindset. And the victim mindset thinks a thought when it comes that you're stuck with it. And worse, when the thought comes, it thinks it's true. I thought I was invisible and I made it true because it literally was a self-fulfilling prophecy for me. The victim mindset is characterized by a sense of powerlessness. I felt powerless to do anything about my life. It was just going to be what it was, and I was always going to be stuck doing admin stuff. A victim mindset is characterized by blame. Not my fault was my war cry. It's everybody else's fault. How about you? The victim mindset also has a belief that it's all the external stuff, all the external forces, the people, the circumstances, that's what controls my life. And a victim mindset is dominated by feelings. How do I feel? How does that make me feel? It, and the feelings run the life of the victim. A victim mindset strips you of your power. And it really leads you to feeling hopeless. Now, here's the thing with the victim mindset. Victor, victorious. This is a power that comes from our creator because father made you in his image and he gave you the same power that Jesus had. He gave it to us. He gave it to you. Matthew 28, 18 says, and Jesus came up and he spoke to them and said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. And he goes on to say that he gives it to you. Because we are the body of Christ. He even talked later about being able to tread on scorpions and skirt and uh, snakes and pick up snakes and it won't even harm us. Drink poison. And some of that is talking metaphorically and some of it's talking physically. There was an incident where Paul later actually was bitten by a serpent. And, and the, the whole island was waiting for Paul to die because it was an extremely venomous snake and he didn't die. And literally the entire island gets saved because they were like, they saw the power of God at work. That same power is in us, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. We don't have to be a victim of our circumstances. We don't have to be a victim of the people and choices they make. 
But this is what you really have to understand first. You don't have to be a victim of your thoughts. Did you know that just because a thought comes doesn't mean you have to keep it? And just because a thought comes doesn't make it true. You get to choose your thoughts. I I love uh, Annie Andrews and, you know, I talk about him all the time. He's my favorite author. There's a book series he does called The Noticer. And there is this character in it called Jones. Now, this is, it's a fiction book, but this Jones character is a real character that helped Andy get out of the worst time in his life. Andy, when he was 19, uh, both his parents died. He ended up becoming homeless, living under a pier. And Jones actually came to him and helped him by um, giving him wisdom and having Andy start reading autobiographies. And that was how Andy started to pull out of the pit that he was in, the victimhood that he was in, because it was everybody else's fault. His parents didn't leave him enough money. And so now he is homeless. So, but in this book, The Noticer, so this character Jones tells Andy, he says, you can't believe everything you think. You can't believe everything you think. Just because you think it, my friend, doesn't make it true. When I had those thoughts of, oh my gosh, you're an idiot, Heather. I can't believe it. People are just looking over you. They're always going to look over you. Your voice doesn't matter. You're not as gifted as so-and-so. See, that's why I thought I wouldn't get picked. I wasn't as gifted as my brother. I wasn't as, you know, eloquent as somebody else. I couldn't get it right is, is what was in my head. And my personal favorite was, who do you think you are to try to make a difference in the world? Those were thoughts that came to my mind. And as a victim, I embraced them. But they're not true. But I treated them as if they were true. And I let them stay in my mind. And those are the thoughts that keep you in the victim mindset. Philippians 4, 8, this is one of those scriptures that has revolutionized my life. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, this is Paul speaking, and I want to mention Paul is sitting in jail, in a Roman jail cell, as he's writing this, okay? So, nobody has, and for doing, just preaching the gospel, like he didn't, like, break a law. So, nobody has more right to be a victim than Paul here. But what does he tell the Philippians to do? Think on these Things. Now, Paul would not have told us all these to think on these wonderful, fabulous thoughts if it wasn't possible. You are not a victim of your thoughts. You actually get to choose which thoughts stay and which thoughts go. Now, thoughts are going to come, okay? But the more you start doing what I'm going to share with you next, 
the less and less those negative thoughts are going to bombard you. So the second thing is you need to become a victor of your thoughts with the victim. Victor mindset formula. There's a lot of V's in that. I'm just messing that up all over the place. But you need to implement the victor mindset formula. And what is that? I've actually shared this with you before. It's you think, you feel, you choose. Dr. Carolyn Leaf introduced me to that concept. She is a Christian neuroscientist that opened my eyes even deeper to the power of not just our mind, but to our mind-body connection. You see, everything, though, starts with our thoughts. First, we think a thought, and it leads to specific feelings, and then we make a choice. We choose. We get to choose to be a victor, or we get to choose to be a victim. You can choose to act in line with what will create your best life, which would lead you to victory. Or you could choose to act in ways that sabotage everything you've been working for, and you can stay a victim. Earl Nightingale said this. He said, we become what we think about most of the time, and that's the strangest secret. That was actually a, a book that he wrote called The Strangest Secret. I highly recommend it. He's, uh, he's passed away now, but his words are profound wisdom that will stay with you and change your life. Whenever I thought, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And let me tell you, I said I can't a lot. I'm not, I, I, and not just to myself in my head. I said it out loud to people. But what that did is that caused feelings of anxiety, caused feelings of shame, caused feelings of defeat. I was defeated before I even got started. And I chose to act on those feelings. And how did I act on those feelings? Inaction. I, I didn't, because I thought I can't, I missed out on opportunities because I chose inaction. Inaction is a victim mindset. When you don't do something to make a change, you're in a victim mindset. And I didn't even think I had the, the power to live a victor, victorious life. I saw other people doing it, but I was such a victim. I, could, I couldn't even imagine myself being able to do that. But what a victor does is it uses this formula. We think, we feel, we choose to work for you. You get to choose. You get to choose if this formula is going to work for you and bring you the life God is calling you to. Or you can just let it happen and this formula will naturally create a victim mindset and create the life that you do not want. So how do we get this formula working for us? All right. You are going to change your thoughts to change your future. Hold on one second, my friend. I got to get a drink. So here's the way thoughts work. You can't get rid of thoughts by willing them away. Oh, go away, thoughts, go away. It's just like, you know, when they say, don't think about pink elephants. Pink elephants, pink elephants, pink elephants on parade. 
Sorry, that was uh, Winnie the Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh. He's so cute. He's rumbly in his tumbly. But you can't just will away thoughts. You have to get rid of them using the law of exchange. So what you're going to do is you're going to swap out the victim thought for a victor thought. So if you want to think, I can do that, there is an opportunity you want to take. There is a dream you have in your heart. There is a conversation you know you want to have. You have got to swap out that I can't thought with the I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me thought. You swap it out. Now, I'm going to say this. When you're in the heat of things going on and it's not going your way and stuff is happening and circumstances are hitting the fan or people are upset or you're stressed out, that is not the time to try to come up with what are the pure and lovely and wonderful thoughts I need to think? Because you know what? They don't come. They escape you in those moments because you're too stressed out. You're too stressed out to think of it and your mind literally freezes. So what you've got to do is you have got to pre-plan your exchange. Okay? It is hard to come up with the best thoughts when in the heat of when I'm feeling crappy. So create thoughts ahead of time that you can swap out when you need to shift from victim mindset to victor mindset. Now, one of the things I like to do is I, I'll use scripture. So I create scriptures and I'll even, um, I don't necessarily have to quote them like verbatim, word for word, the entire thing. I'll, I'll pull out portions uh, so that I can come up with them quickly and remember them. Like I'm not going to remember five verses. I'm just, I'm not. But I'm going to remember, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can remember I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm going to remember those, right? So I create mantras out of scriptures. Um, the other thing that I do, I also look at, okay, look, I got a pattern of negative thoughts. The, most of the time, the negative thoughts we have are all the same negative thoughts we had the day before. And the same negative thoughts we had the day before that. And the same negative thoughts we had the day before that. They're repeating. They're the same dang thing coming up, right? So I look at that the reoccurring negative thoughts, reoccurring victim thoughts. And I go, what's the opposite of that? So when I was going through fainting episodes, I felt powerless to change anything. I felt powerless when I'd walk in a room. And I could smell a smell or it, or it triggered a memory. And all of a sudden, I started feeling like I was going to faint. I felt powerless in that moment. And so I created a mantra of, I am more powerful than I think. I'm more powerful than I think. And so when those victim thoughts would come up, oh my gosh, you're going to faint again. Oh my gosh, look, you're feeling hot. You're feeling sweaty. You're going to, blah, blah. No, Heather. You are more powerful than you think. You're more powerful than you think. And that would actually cause it, that feeling to start to subside. And the more I would do that, then the more proof I had, Heather, oh my gosh, you are more powerful than you think. Because there's been more times that you haven't fainted than you have fainted. 
So use those negative thoughts to help you come up with a positive thought, a victor thought that you can swap out in that moment when those victim thoughts are trying to drag you down. It takes time and it takes work to change out your thoughts. This is not an easy process. This is not a one and it's done. This is, I'm in it for the long haul. It takes even longer for positive thoughts to become automatic if you have been stuck in a negative victim mindset rut for years. It's going to take time, my friend, but you can do it. See, this is called renewing your mind, exchanging your thoughts. Going from victim mindset to victor mindset, this is renewing your mind. This is what God told us to do in Romans 12, to renew our mind according to the word of God. You're exchanging that negative victim thought for a positive victor thought. And you're doing it over and over and over. You're literally rewiring your brain. And the cool thing is, is the more you do this, the easier it will get and the less those victim thoughts will have power over you. You literally will start to weaken them as you're strengthening your victor mindset. Now, the goal here is to have a victor mindset most of the time. Most of the time. It, you will not have it all the time. Negative thoughts will come probably for the rest of our lives. But the better you get at this law of exchange, of swapping out your victim thought for a victor thought, it's going to have less power over you. And you're going to be able to like get rid of those victim thoughts quicker. And you won't be stuck in the mullet grubs as long. Creating a victor mindset puts the power to live the life that you desire in your court. Because now you are no longer limited by what other people think, what your circumstances say. But it's limitless because you are basing your thoughts on what God says. And what God's called you to do and who God says you are. And that's powerful, my friends. All right, homework. What I want you to do is I want you to reflect on your mindsets. What is it? Do you have a victim mindset or a victor mindset? Now, I want to make note that you can actually have a victim mindset in one area and a victor mindset in another area. So you might be doing really great, you know, maybe with the way you're handling your career. But maybe in your personal life, there's an area that you're really struggling with, having a victim mindset. Maybe it's with your family or with friends, okay? So just start noticing, reflecting. Where is it? Where does the victim show up? Where does the victor show up? When you look at those victim mindsets that you're seeing in your life, ask yourself, are those thoughts serving you? Are these thoughts serving me? Are they dragging me down? Are they stealing? the life I want from me. See, you you got to get to the point where you're like, uh-uh, no more. 
and draw that line in the sand where it's like, no, I'm not going to put up with it. I am not going to put up with the victim mindset. I'm not going to allow myself to have that. Tony Robbins has a quote. And if it's, if it's, you can't, you must. And if you must, you can. You're literally getting to the point where it's like, I can't. But that means you must. And if you must, you can do this. Now, I want you to get specific here. I want you to, once you just notice kind of in general where the areas are, I want you to list three victim thoughts that have hit you regularly. Okay? They can be in different areas. They can be in the same area, but three different thoughts. You know, it might be that, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. One of the ones I'm, I'm working on right now is I'm too slow. I'm too slow. I'm, I'm never going to get around to getting all the stuff done that I want to get done because I'm too slow. Okay. So lay those out, write them out. Okay. See them for what they are. Don't judge yourself. Okay. Self-compassion here. It's something that I am really big on because when you are mean to yourself, this process is almost impossible to work through. You will keep yourself in victim mode if you are mean to yourself. Got to be kind and compassionate. All right. So once you have your three victim thoughts, then I want you to think through what are three victor thoughts I can think instead. So this is your pre-planning. Okay, because you're going to use the law of exchange. So moving forward, when those victim thoughts come, you're going to swap that out with the victor thought that you have already come up with and you're going to take your power back. You're going to literally take your power back. You are stepping into the power that God has given you by choosing which thoughts stay and which thoughts go. All right. You can change your thoughts to change your future and walk in the victory that God has designed for you. Isn't that exciting? I'm so excited. I love not having to be a victim anymore. It's good. It's awesome. And you know what? It's okay to take responsibility. I think the world needs to take a little more responsibility for their own actions and, you know, better stuff would come along. But you get the choice to take responsibility for yourself. So, next episode. We are going to tackle the mindset that keeps us from growing into our best selves. And I'm going to teach you how to reverse that. All right. Now, if you are enjoying this podcast, can you do me a favor? Would you share this with a friend or would you share it in on social media with your social media friends? Maybe there's a particular episode that really stood out to you that um, you're a part of a group or people that could really use it. Would you please share that? That helps me reach more people because that's what God's called me to do is to help other people to close that gap between their dreams and reality so they can stop hiding, show up fully themselves, fulfill their God-given purpose courageously. And you can help me do that. And I just want to thank you so much. You have got this, my friend, and Father's got you. Thank you. Thank you a bunch for listening. And until next time, live fearlessly free.